Hello and welcome to the Miraculous Being series. I'm your host and self-awareness coach Shweta Shivraman, back with yet another phenomenal speaker and a work-in-progress human to share their life transformation journey and how they are using their gifts to make the world a better place. Today we have with us Saloni Suri, a neuro coach, trainer, speaker, author, and mindfulness teacher. She uses neuroscience-based models of change with spiritual wisdom to help her clients rewire their brains and unlock their fullest potential. I'm super excited to have her on the show and let's discuss how we can rewire our brains using neuroscience and spirituality. Hi, Saloni. Welcome to the Miraculous Being show. I'm super thrilled to have you here. Thank you so much, Veda, for having me on. And it's such a pleasure to talk to you as well as talk to your community. What a pleasure. Thank you. I'm sure they're super excited too when they listen to it. I was when I heard your journey. And maybe before we go further, then uh, I'd love for you to share your journey. I think you mentioned you started as a coach at 38. 48. 48, yes. <laughs> 48, yes. So, yeah, so I think uh, I had been uh, studying uh, how the brain works and personal development, personal transformation. I think were very intriguing topics for me. And uh, I knew that whatever it is that we are born with, there is an element of change because I figured that the brain changes till the day you die. And that's when neuroscience came into play. And I think uh, learning about uh, our ancient wisdom traditions was something that was inculcated in me at a very young age. And uh, Amachitra Kathas uh, used to be our go-to uh, comics at the time when we were very young, the Gita was spoken about all the time. And uh, and you know, just uh, change is the only constant. And you know, things like these were always spoken about. So perhaps the the I think the seeds that were planted at a very young age were the ones that I held on to as my journey went forward in journalism, in activism, in public relations, communications, being a communication skills trainer. And uh, I think I, I, in a very subconscious manner, which was very subtle, I think I had that very positive upbeat about myself. I held affirmations in my mind that were like, oh my God, I'm so lucky, whatever it is, I just get it so immediately. I'm just in the right place at the right time. So I think these were just a few programs that I had, which were extremely empowering. And uh, at uh, 48, I decided that it was time for me to share what I had learned over so many years uh, with, with people. And I think that's how I really started. So the I would truly say that I, I uh, people often ask me, you know, my coaching clients, I coach, I need to find my purpose, find my purpose. And I'm like, no, you don't find your purpose. You create your purpose by doing what you love to do and by continuously upscaling yourself where your skills are concerned. So whatever it is that I love to do, I kept learning more, more, more about it. And different teachers came into my life. I studied from them, learned from them, practiced what I learned. And uh, to date, I think I can speak with great confidence and humility that everything that I teach, I practice it. I know it works. So I think that's really 
been my journey so far. It's been fun. It's been learning. It's ongoing. And I think what I am learning today, and I hope to continue to learn more about our ancient wisdom tradition, as well as neuroscience, because for me, both the worlds come together. And, and, and I love that part of what I do. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Even I'm fascinated by the same thing. And I don't think it's no coincidence that we're talking on Gita Jayanti today. So it's a, a beautiful day that for us, we are actually recording it on 20, this date. But uh, beautiful yes. to have you here. And I, I'm always I've been inspired by your journey since 2020, I told you. So I've been uh, following your work. And it's always like you said, right, very practical, very relatable. And like you said, maybe because it comes from having practiced it on yourself, I think it becomes you know that much more powerful and authentic when it reaches us so super great that you chose at 48 to start sharing your learnings and we all got <laughs> to benefit from it and I love what you shared about creating your purpose I think uh, in in today's world I, get, I keep getting asked that all the time saying you know how do you know that you were meant to do this and sometimes I question I said do I know I'm meant to do this right you just follow your curiosity and probably you know you know pick up one thing after the next and find it some way and just wanted to show if you could go a little bit more about how can people go about creating that purpose for themselves hmm. so I think uh, a very important habit that I ask all my clients to do is to always ask yourself two questions and this is what I feel we are born to ask. Number one, who am I? And number two, what am I here to do? Right? When you ask yourself the question, who am I? You actually focus on what your values are. This is what for me is a non-negotiable. And life's experiences are different at different points of time. In different situations, different environments, your brain changes, the way you reacted to a situation as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, as a mature person are all going to be different, right? Mm -hmm. And when you begin to shift your perspective towards experiences that you are having in your life and you are able to exercise self-control, mm -hmm. restraint, and you're able to stand fearlessly and minimize your pain from the environment, you begin to find out who you are, right? The more you find out who you are, the clearer you become in your mind. And then the environment and the people in it, the, the experiences that you have, they don't control you. You control yourself. There are times when you have to react and there are times when you have to restrain. Mm. Right? How do you know when to do what? When you know who you are, the person has triggered you on the outside. In your mind, if there is no vocabulary that tells you, hey, this is a person in position control in my life. It's better for me right now to listen Keep my mouth shut, keep my hands, my eyes low and get out. Ego comes into play. You react. Mm. Every reaction you have is going to have a consequence. There are some battles that are worth fighting. There are some that are not. You have to walk away from some. For that, you need emotional intelligence. But if you know who you are, 
And if the other person, a person in position of power, could be a parent, could be an older sibling, could be a boss, could be a person of influence who you have met, they do not get to tell you who you are. Because you know who you are. Just because somebody says something to you, it does not become true for you. Right? But if you don't know who you are, you tend to believe other people. Mm. You tend to believe them. And then you become, you start feeling bad. He criticized me. He said this to me. I'm not like that. You know now who you are. So be confident in that. Because that one thing makes you feel confident. It makes you feel that you are in charge. It gives your brain control. So nobody gets to manipulate you. Nobody gets to make you feel bad. So that is the first part of the journey, which is who are you? Who am I? Number two, what am I here to do? Right? Life gives you opportunities again and again and again. We make choices. Sometimes we make right choices. Sometimes we make wrong choices. And you know what, Shweta? It's okay. It's okay. Many times we make wrong choices and we beat ourselves up. Oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. That's not the work I like to do. I wasn't born to do this. It's okay. Every experience that comes into your life, ask yourself this question. Is it making me happy? Number two, whatever it is I'm doing, is it helping somebody else? Everybody today is selling a product or a service. Am I helping other people in the work that I do? Number three, money. We love to get a reward and recognition for the work that we do. Yeah, our brain is wired, that dopamine hit that we get. If our work is not fulfilling for us, we do not get a good reward for it. We are not recognized. We are not appreciated for it. We begin to doubt ourselves. So much work I'm doing, nobody is listening to me. Did I did this? They did not send me that email. My God, I did this so well. Nobody appreciated me, right? This is a trap. You have to overcome this trap. But if you are clear about what you are doing, about the product that you are selling, the service that you are selling, you will stay true on your path. Otherwise, other people's opinions will crush your desire and you will not be able to focus on your path ahead. So if you have to create your purpose, ask yourself, is this making me happy? Am I getting paid for it? Number three, am I helping other people? If you can answer these three questions for yourself, you will realize and you will understand that over time, the things that you do will make you feel happy. And if you're happy and you're at peace, your brain is working at optimal function. So the journaling that I teach is a very powerful method of getting clarity in these two things. It will let you know there are so many 
affirmations, intentions that I have written in the book that are only on self-confidence, on self-love. I am lovable. I am fearless. I am limitless. I am capable. Right? If you don't have this narrative, and if this is not the voice in your mind, then the fear from outside will enter your heart. Fear enters the heart and it stays there for a long time. It becomes pain. Right? And overcoming pain in your heart because the mind and the heart and the soul are all connected. This pain in the heart produces cortisol. That's stress. Heart begins to beat faster, 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 faster. And then the environment and the people and the events in it start controlling you. When you change your narrative in your mind, right? When you change your thought, you change your life. So creating your purpose is a function of creating new thoughts in your mind about what you are capable of, how limitless you are, how fearless you are. So that I think if people follow this, it will help them to create their purpose and live a life of peace, of happiness, of fulfillment, in which the heart is full of love. And that is what you are radiating out because the frequency of pain and fear is very, very, it, it, it's, it's very hurtful. It damages your body within. But the frequency of thoughts of love, freedom, gratitude, happiness, they are very, very high. And when you are working on a high frequency, you can create more. Creativity is a function of the brain. Decision-making is a function of the brain. You have to think, right? So when you change your thought, you pretty much change your life, right? Beautiful. I love how you uh, broke that down so simply and it comes down to changing our thought process and we can actually change our life. And I love the... And I write this in the book, which is actually on almost the first page. Yes. The first page of Rewire Your Brain Journal talks about in order to experience a quantum leap in your life, you have to first start by thinking differently. Yeah. If you think differently, you will be able to write differently. But first, you have to th think. Because communication is point two. Writing is the next step. If you think differently, you'll be able to speak differently. You'll be able to write differently. Right? So I think it all starts here in the brain. In the brain. Yes, absolutely. I think that's why I love the title that you have, right? So if any of you have not checked it out, so Saloni's book, Rewire Your Brain, journal, right? Not book. Yes, uh, the so... book come journals. So it's a coaching book, right? So I coach the people day by day and I help them to actually create their own purpose and get clarity on these two things. Yeah. Who am I? What am I here to do? Absolutely. So when you write and when you journal every day in the morning, you get clarity in your mind about who you are. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I've sworn by journaling all my life so I can vouch for the fact that 
a lot of time. So I've been that person where I was completely lost in my career, corporate career, right? Everything was great on paper, but I was just not satisfied. And I kept seeking and seeking, right? So I would travel away, go far away places, thinking that that's where the answers are. You know, maybe in some corner in the pocket of the Himalayas, the answer to who I am is probably hidden. And going on and on and on discovering and you know eventually you find those answers in the journals that you write right that uh, I had okay. written it some six years ago itself saying that I want to be a writer right in my journals I was wow. I, I don't know if I was conscious not conscious but it was there already but when I was shifting houses and moving to Mysore I actually discovered it and I found it written there and I was like I could have saved so many <laughs> lakhs of rupees if I had just paid attention to that journal when I'd written it. <laughs> <laughs> what I want it to be, right? But, so true, so true, so true. But so true. I think what you touched upon earlier is such a powerful thing about, you know, when fear enters the heart and that causes pain. And, you know, from that pain, we're always in that state of stress and suffer and suffer more. And I often see a lot of my clients also come in there and many of them probably listening in, right? When you are so stuck in that story that you've been telling yourself over and over and over in the head, how can one start to step out of that narrative? The first step is to actually start learning something new, right? Now, when you start learning something new, what you like? Something as simple as playing an instrument, learning how to draw, learning how to do mandala painting, going for a class, right? Everything, learning swimming, learning how to drive a car. Now, what happens is that when you learn something new, at whatever age you might be, it does not matter, right? It gives you a kick in your brain, right? And when you are learning something new, you have to wire in new neural pathways mm -hmm. to learn something new, yeah. right? Which means you are pushing yourself forward do something that you like which maybe I mean I grew up in a generation where we never went for tuition classes right I mean there were very few of us who actually you just went down and played in the evening that's all that you did with your building friends and you learned table tennis on the go and you know stuff like that so but today there are so many opportunities to learn online to learn in a community we are now learning with other people learning with other people makes sure that you are accountable you end up going for the class it could be something simple as going for a swimming class joining the gym uh, learning how to bake cookies whatever it is you will feel and you will give your brain that little high that oh i learned how to do this see this is what i created right it could be for yourself working on your body, learning a skill, driving, swimming, whatever it is. Could be a skill-based, learning how to play the guitar, learning how to play a harmonium, whatever you like. Yeah. Learn something new mm. that you love, which was your childhood desire. Mm. Do it with other people. Learn in a community. Yeah, You will make friends who are also on the same path that you are. Yeah, And when a group of people come together to learn something new, it makes them feel happy. It makes them feel happy. It's a sense of accomplishment. It is good for you to feel that, oh, I, I went for a calligraphy class. Something as simple as that. Mm -hmm. right? 
flower making class. Doesn't matter. I learned Python. I learned a new coding language, right? It will give you, it will lift you up. Hmm. So number one, learn something new. Number two, try and learn it with other people to help get yourself unstuck. Hmm. Number three, move your body. Move it early in the morning, within 20 minutes of waking up, get out of the bed, get out of the house. Run, walk, swim, join a marathon, do what you want. You will get endorphins early in the morning. Endorphins give us a higher level of energy so that by two o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, your energy level is not down. When you learn something new, you release another chemical, which is called BDNF. BDNF protects. It's a protein. It protects the neurons, helps us to be feel a little stronger, right? Learn. Do it with the community and move your body and get your endorphins. And yes, most important, journal, 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 journal. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that four-stepped approach. And I, I think there's something about learning something new where you have to keep your knowledge and ego and everything that you know aside, right? You have to wear that beginner's hat and have to start afresh. And it's I think that's the beauty. It's very good for us to get unstuck. Very good. Yeah. Love the simplicity. And I think another thing that you spoke about uh, adds up to this in terms of having that clarity in your goal, right? You mentioned that it's very important for us to have that goal in terms of what direction are we moving in? And I'd love for you to share that because I feel in some way when we get lost, it's like, you know, we need a navigation or a compass to bring us back on track. So hmm. what is that so importance of goals? Sorry. Uh, goals give us direction. Hmm. Yeah. Our brain is a goal-seeking machine, right? You have to have clarity at the start of the day of what your priorities are for the day. And that is how you actually make a choice. You have to do the thing that is most difficult for you early in the morning. Why? Because the brain needs to win. Motivation is required to sustain yourself for eight to 10 hours of working. Because if you are doing a task and you are failing again and again and again, your brain is hardwired to tell you to stop doing it. When we stop doing it, we fall into something that we very famously call, which is, uh, I, according to me, it is a pandemic and that is procrastination. One thing that I find most common in most of my clients, everybody knows what they have to do, but they will not do it. They will just not do it. And they just keep going around. Yes, coach, I was thinking about it. Yes, 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 this is on my plan. So what did you do about it? Nothing. Yeah. Again, the two things that stop us, number one is fear. The fear of failure. Yeah. The fear of rejection. The fear of criticism. Number two, Lokya Kahenge. Yeah, FOPO. It's not about FOMO anymore. <laughs> fear of people's opinions. Yeah. Right? So, to overcome these two, you just have to focus on taking one step forward. 
that is all a small step forward is better than no step at all manifestation is a powerful the neuroscience of manifestation very clearly tells us just by thinking just by wishing just by dreaming about oh i want this oh i'm going to do that oh i can visualize it coach i said all of that is fine but what are you doing about it please tell me that manifestation is more about taking action on your dreams rather than just visualizing it and thinking about it yes visualization is very important meditation imagination very important first step the second step what did you do about it i'm looking for a new job okay is your resume ready no coach my resume isn't ready but i want a new job how like that anybody is looking for you nobody is looking for you you get moving make your resume do your research and reach out to the headhunters reach out to your connections post on linkedin get active put it out there into the universe for the universe to catch that vibration that hey this is what you want tell the universe what you want because if you don't tell and that is your goal right three very important goals for all of us to have first is the goal for our self self care is not selfish you have to take care of your health number 1 number 2 if you are in the age group of 20 to 75 you need to have a work goal right whatever it is that you're doing automatically it links to your financial goal right have a goal for good relationships where your spouse is concerned your parents are concerned your siblings your friends your colleagues right have a goal where your relationships are also intact relationships fill up the heart right so i feel if we are able to look at these three or four goals and for the new year is beginning and for 2024 it's a good idea to focus on your health focus on your work focus on your financial abundance focus on your relationships and make an effort to bring them closer to you because human beings we are not wired to live alone we are wired to live in little communities where we feel loved where we feel wanted where we feel that oh my god somebody is waiting for me and their face lit up when they saw that i came right so, and we love these things they, they, they fill up our heart yeah they minimize the pain of fear they minimize the pain of rejection right so being kind being loving to the community that you live in and the people whose lives you touch it's a very important i feel kindness is uh, is such a lovely goal for all of us to have and when you do random acts of kindness around you makes you feel good about yourself so i think these are four good goals for people to have to focus on to be able to prioritize them depending which one is number one for you and see where you are in your life what it is it that you want and then give it a priority and i think if you stay in these four uh, you're in a good place 
Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, since you touched upon the whole FOMO and FOPO part of it, uh, this is something I often hear from my clients, right? If they are in the corporate nine to five setup, they are always keen on wanting to be entrepreneurs and startup founders and building unicorns. And if they are startup founders, they are desperately seeking certainty, stability, right? In today's world of FOMO, we can, you know, we're constantly provided information of other people's success, other people's journey. How can we, you know, what you started off with saying, stay on our path? So I explained this to my clients actually in a very simple analogy, right? <clears throat> it's as follows. You are running a race right and you know how you see in a relay race race you know in a in an international stadium everybody's lane is made right yeah. in your lane only you are running mm -hmm. in your lane you are always number one there's nobody ahead of you there's nobody behind you and nobody can get into your lane so you just focus on where you are going. You decide your speed. If you stop to look at the left, look at the right, your own speed is going to get compromised and minimized. Right? When you walk forward towards your goals and you find dogs parking on the side, if you stop to throw stones at every dog that barks, you will never reach your goal. So just let the dogs bark. You stay focused on where you are going. You will fall down. Somebody will push you from the back. And that is called life. Somebody might try and get into your lane. Yeah. All of this is going to happen because this is called reality. And it is called life. It will happen. Shit will happen. You fall down, you get up. How quickly you get up when you fall down will determine how far you will go. Right? But focus and stay in your lane and hold on to that feeling that in your lane, you are number one. Because there is only one you in this entire world. There is nobody like Shweta Sivaraman. There is nobody like Saloni Suri. There's only one Saloni and there's only one Shweta in this entire world. Mm. I can't get into your lane. You can't get into mine. When we collaborate with one another, like we are doing right now, yeah. when we learn from one another, we help each other on their journeys. Mm. And that is the quest for life. Yeah. Always do something in which you are helping another person in whatever way it might be. And all of us can do it in our own spheres of work, whatever it is that we might have, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I always, uh, I think it was one of the poets, right? Who say that we each have a gift to bring into the universe and only we can bring in that gift. Absolutely. So you are special. Yeah. You are very, very awesome. Always remind yourself of how awesome you are because there is no one like you, mm -hmm. right? Beautiful. I can see that uh, image of that red tracks and that number one. Yes. Thing and that's the one. Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. That's ah, the one. Lovely. Okay, so whenever we go into comparison mode, we'll bring that image back. 
and know that we are number one in our own lane. You will always stay number one in your lane because there's nobody in your lane. Nobody can get into your lane. Beautiful. Beautiful. And coming to the book, right? The whole PowerPoint about how we can actually rewire our brain. So, and I know that you've done intensive research on this, that all of us, we do have that negativity bias, right? Uh, so when there is a feeling of doubt, inadequacy, fear, jealousy, envy, whatever it is, like it, a little unpleasant on the negative side and our minds catch on to that, right? Then we keep going on worst case scenario, one, two, three, and self-esteem keeps dipping lower and lower and it's a never ending. Uh, Absolutely. So true. To the bottom, right? So what can we do to start or you know, to catch this negative uh, bias that we are inherently born with, if I can say so. How do yeah, we it's do DMN. It's known as a default mode network. And it is part of our physiology because it is designed to protect us, to keep us alive. Yeah. Right? Now, what does journaling do? So, for example, I'll read out something here for you, which is a very simple narrative that I have over here. Yeah. These are intentions just for your self-confidence, just for your self-confidence. And if you start the day with a belief that I never give up, I'm learning from my mistakes. I'm committing to learning new things. I endeavor to be the best me that I can be. Now, this is the language which is in the present tense, it is positive, and it is in the present continuous tense, right? It's known as the triple P technique. So when you're positive, you're personal, and you speak in the present continuous tense, the subconscious mind, today's science tells us, it understands this language. And if you keep repeating this in your mind again and again and again, about being that person who just keeps trying. I'm the kind of person I never give up. I love being true to myself. Yeah. And um, I'm whole, I'm complete, and I'm happy from within. Now, these are intentions that you will have for yourself. Now, if you write down, what it is that you want for yourself in a yellow book with a red pen, the brain releases a chemical called acetylcholine. Mm -hmm. This chemical puts us into action. Mm -hmm. Right? When you wire in an intention about who you want to become, automatically, you tend to vibrate on that frequency. Mm -hmm. And if you something just as simple as I had said it earlier, I am fearless. Mm. Okay, I'm fearless. So when you turn up in a situation and if you have coded it in into your brain and you made a brain tattoo out of it, because if you have to write it, you first have to think it. Okay. And most of the time I see that people don't have the vocabulary to take themselves forward. And the vocabulary of the mind is words. We think in words. So what journaling does, and the reason why I wrote this book, is for to help people to create 
a new vocabulary for themselves, which takes them forward towards their goals. Because the fear and the pain is very, very real. You cannot minimize its impact on us. Yeah. Right? When I tell my clients to let it go, it's so hard to let it go. But coach, he said this to me. It's hard. It's not easy to pick yourself up from pain and from fear. It's easier said than done. It's very easy. Oh, come on, come on. You can move on. Oh, oh let it go. How can you just let it go? Your heart is broken. It is in pain. So you start small. You start by saying, I am healing. It is okay for me to put myself first. It is okay for me to walk away when X, Y, Z is being mean to me. It is okay to go for a massage on a Sunday afternoon. Now, if you don't have these goals for yourself, if you don't have this vocabulary for yourself, you think you can let it go? You think you can move on? You can't. It's very hard. Very hard. So there are a lot of ideas in this book which will help you to pick yourself up. And there are those who need strength and courage to move on and to let go. And then there are those who are already on the fast track. They completely believe in themselves. So this is a book that actually is the accelerator, which gives them and helps them to plow forward with speed. Because money loves speed. And agility is a skill set of the brain. The faster you make decisions, the faster you move forward. And we know that. So it has been designed to serve a purpose for both these sets of people who are looking to expedite their growth exponentially and for those who are navigating a way and they know. So if you believe that I can change my life, only then start journaling in this book. Because if you are a victim of your circumstances and if you believe that there is no way out of this, of this well, this book is not for you. It's not for you. The starting point is every child, when it is born, does not know how to walk. But inherently, the child knows, oh, one day I will walk. Yeah. They fall, they get up, they fall, they get up. So if you believe that you are a person who can walk yourself out of trouble or of a situation that you might find yourself in this book is a step-by-step -step guide slow slow steps 66 days non-stop mm -hmm. have to stay on the path yeah. beautiful beautiful thank you for sharing that and I think um, I'll probably ask this question on my half of my listeners because if there are people yeah. who have never done affirmations, right? Uh, I've come from the banking world and the corporate world where, you know, it's all logical. Two plus two is equal to four. So I will 
there is always a thought process that my clients start off with by saying that I will feel better when my situations change, right? So if I'm looking for a job and once I get that job and once I get that first paycheck, then I will start to feel better, right? But here we are kind of doing it the reverse engineered way, saying that we're first setting that intention, feeling better already, and then doing the work towards that. So for people who are, say, very far away, the affirmation that you read saying that, you know, I'm whole, complete, for people who are probably very broken and don't really feel anywhere close to that affirmation, um, how will this work for them? Or how do how should they approach it so that they actually believe it as they're writing it? Right. So there are close to 500 intentions in this book. Yeah. 500. Right. And there is a formula that I share, which comes into play at day five. Yeah. It is a vocabulary of success. Reflection, rewiring, focusing, and manifesting. That is the RRFM formula. I've already stated the vocabulary for it, right? You always start with gratitude, right? So gratitude opens up a huge amount of clarity in your life. And whatever it is that you are going to focus on in your life is going to expand. So I come from a school of thought myself. The reason why I studied uh, neuroscience and I was attracted towards it because I was like what do you mean law of attraction I never believed in it myself so I'm actually the kind of person who you just uh, mentioned all of right? us have been there and, right once at least I was always looking for proof points give me the proof point that this works only then I'm going to do it otherwise I don't want to waste my time yeah. right so I invite you to fall in love with who you can become because that is way more interesting than who you are right now. <laughs> so if you love yourself and if you believe in your own magic, then believe in this book. Does it do the job? Yes, it does. Does it work? Yes, it does. Is it bulletproof? Yes, it is. But till you don't try it, Till you don't do it, you will never know. You will never know. And yes, making time for yourself in the morning to spend time with yourself. Am I say, asking you to do something wrong? Yeah. No. I'm asking you to just sit down and read and write. Read and write and think. That's it. Yeah. There are no bad effects of this. There are no side effects of this. And all the side effects are only full of blessings. Only full of blessings. Because you just pivot yourself in a different manner. And if anybody can change you, it is you. No one human being has the power to change another. And the minute you take your power back in your own hands to change your life and to transform it into the best version of yourself, automatically you become unstoppable. It happens automatically. It is a byproduct. Yeah. So I would urge those who believe in their potential to pick up this book. Yeah. Your intention has to be to learn swimming. Then you will go and jump in the swimming pool and you'll hire a tutor. If you don't want to learn swimming, then you will not go and hire a tutor and hire a coach to teach you. Yes. So all that I'm saying is, if you believe in yourself and you believe that there is so much more that you have to give to yourself and to the universe, 
this book will show you a very simple step-by-step guide. But you have to do the work. Because if you don't do the work, this is not a book that you just sit and read. No, you don't read, you do this book. So I think that is the difference. And the kind of people who have done it, the kind of people, I have a lot of testimonials on people who have actually journaled and they have changed their life and they continue to do it because it, it becomes a habit then for the rest of your life. Yeah, right. absolutely, absolutely. And I think what you said was very interesting about the fact that you do it consistently without a break for 66 days, right? I think no break. a lot no of break. us, a lot of us usually struggle with consistency, right? Life happens and we're starting a new year. So new year resolutions start. And then within two weeks into January, they all fizzle out and uh, we are back to who we used to be. So how uh, how can people who struggle with consistency um, become consistent? So it's a lot like, I'll give you, I'll share it in an example, right? So you want to start going for a walk, right? You want to start exercising, all right. Now, don't plan for a one-hour walk. Plan for a 10-minute walk. If you can't do it in the morning, okay, I have to go for a 10-minute walk today. I have to go for a 10-minute walk today. I have to go at 6.30 in the morning. You couldn't get up. No problem. Go in the evening. Go in the afternoon. At lunchtime, go walk around the block for 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Start small. And then add on top of it. Slowly, 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 your resilience will improve. Don't keep your goal so far away. Because then the brain finds it extremely overwhelming. Very overwhelming. Right? And then it will trick you into not doing, oh, that is not going to happen. Only one hour. I don't have one hour. No problem. You have 10 minutes. You have five minutes. Whatever time you have, do it. That's it. Start small and then add on it. That is the secret to being consistent in whatever it is that you want to do. Right? Are you consistent in brushing your teeth every day in the morning? The answer to that is going to be yes. Why? You get a reward. What is a reward? You have clean teeth. Your brain gets a feeling which is fresh and clean. So you have to do things that make you feel fresh and clean. 10-minute walk makes me, gives me more energy. Okay, fine. When I take a power nap for 15 minutes, I feel more energized. Mm. Very good. Go take a power nap. 20 minutes, not possible. Take 15 minutes. Mm. Listen to some theta music. Put your headphones. Light down on a 20-degree angle and shut your eyes. You'll feel energized. You'll feel more powerful. Come back and do your work. That's it. Simple. Start small. Beautiful. Thank you for that. So start small. (laughs) Start small. Start small. (laughs) I feel like we could keep going on and on, but in the interest of time, are you ready for the rapid fire? Yes, I am. (laughs) Go for it. All right. Morning person or night bird? Morning, 100%. 5 a.m. club. 5 a.m. club. (laughs) Lovely. Always on time or a little behind schedule? Always on time. Always on time. Okay. I love the emphasis on that. (laughs) Books, movies, podcasts. What's your favorite way of consuming information? Books. Books. Okay. Top three, if you had to share. James Allen, As a Man Think It. 
Dr. Joe Dispenza, break the, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And number three, the Gita. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Uh, one word to describe the pandemic for you. Learning. It was a big learning for me. I learned a lot of new things during the pandemic. Yeah. Fascinating. Okay. Three non-negotiables in your daily routine. The journaling in the morning, meditation, and walking. Non-negotiable. Interesting. Okay. Uh, one thing you wish your younger self knew. Uh, social media. <laughs> I wish I had learned social media when I was a little younger. <laughs> I learned it very, very uh, late in my life. And just in the pandemic, I learned social media. I didn't pay attention to it. I thought it wasn't important, but it is very important. And I think I learned that. I learned Instagram, I learned Facebook, I learned YouTube, I engaged actively, I participated, I shared. So it was a it was a big learning for me that and I think my younger self should have paid attention to to Instagram. Lovely. And one thing um if you had to advise on or share from your experience, advice is the wrong word, share from your experience for people who are just starting off on their self-transformation journey. What would that be? Believe in yourself every day. That's it. Hmm. I love that. Believe in yourself every day. Every day. Hmm. Any role models that you look up to and what qualities do you admire in them? I have a couple of uh, role models across business categories. And these are all real people who I have worked with and um, who I have learned from, right? So Jose Silva, Robin Sharma, Joe Dispenza, Kelly Howell. I think these are people, my teachers are my role models. So all the people that I have, my, my, my Gita teachers, my role model, because I feel that uh, your teachers play a very important role in your life. And everybody that I have learned from, I have studied from, I'm very grateful to them. And I'm very grateful that uh, they shared their knowledge with me because I feel that uh, teachers play such an important role in our life. The books are the teachers also. So I would say that every author that I have, whose book I have read is a mentor to me. I look up to that person that thank you for sharing. People that I've studied with, I'm grateful for them. So I would say I have multiple mentors because to, to encapsulate it in one word, teachers, teachers. mentors, because they, they, they share their knowledge with you. Yeah. So you learn from them. And I think we have to be very grateful to everybody that we learn from. Beautiful, beautiful. And if you had to share just one takeaway that listeners walk away with after this one hour, what would that be? Like I said, believe in yourself. Your brain changes till the day you die. Change your words. Change your life. Love it. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Saluri, for sharing from the heart and so generously. And uh, I can't wait to tell you when I finish my 66 days of the journal. I'll definitely keep you posted on how I'll it goes. I'll be looking forward to that. I'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> Wish you all the best on your journey. Thank Wish you. you all the best. Enjoy, surrender, and just go for it. Thank you. Looking forward to that. Thanks, Saluri.